Welcome to Hetfield Christian Church. My name is Letzulo Pelesi, and I'm one of the pastors here in Hetfield. Pastor Chris Matebula will be sharing a special message with us today. And after a time of worship, we will continue our Faith Promise season by talking to Garth and Nondomiso, who will tell us more about how the Faith Promise Fund supports our partner ministries around the country. Now, did you know that the Faith Promise Fund supports 13 different partner ministries? These partner ministries in the area of children, youth, and the aged. Addictions and brokenness, evangelism to specific interest groups, and biblical justice. The Lord has done incredible things through the Faith Promise Fund, and this year will be no different. We have faith for a pledge of six million rand. So if the Lord has placed a figure on your heart for this year's pledge, go to the link in the description below to find out more about how you can give to see change in 2020. Now, before we explore faith promise further and hear from Pastor Chris Matebula, let's worship the Lord together. Good morning, church. It's so good to be with you in your home. Maybe you even in your car this morning. Maybe you're watching this service later online. But I want to say, and we as worshipers want to say, come in, come and worship the Lord. You guys are the worship team out there, and we are musicians and singers here but you actually are the worship team this morning. So as we sing and as we proclaim the goodness of God today, as we proclaim that Jesus Christ is truly Lord of all the earth, make sure that you lift him up in your home this morning. Let every generation come Give praise to our God and our King Let every woman, child and man With open hearts and lifted hands Give praise to our God and our King Let all the earth fear His name to proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord of all the earth. Jesus Christ is King of all the earth. Everything now bow before the King. Every time be filled with praise. Sound and love, lifting holy hands above. 
time we were slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave Worthy is the Lamb who was slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave Worthy is the Lamb who was slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave Worthy is the Lamb who was slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave You're so worthy, Lord Worthy is the King who conquered the grave Worthy is the Lamb who was slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave I said, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain You're so worthy, Lord Worthy is the King who conquered the grave Things are yet to come, greater things 
Yes, Lord, we just proclaim today that you are worthy. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of our lives and everything in it. And so we come and we worship you, we lift you up. Because not only are you worthy, you are the hope of this world. And we declare boldly that our hope is in you, Lord. So thank you for the privilege we have of being together today to worship you, to lift up your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's time for us to just give our tithes and offerings to continue to do the work of the kingdom. And uh, we are in an amazing time where the church of the Lord Jesus has an opportunity to really shine and to make a difference in this world. And your giving matters. So won't you get ready to pay your tithes and offering and to give to the Lord and to, to continue to do the work of the kingdom in this way also. So thank you to everyone that has been giving so faithfully. Right now, you'll see the bank account come on the screen. Please make use of that. Or you can use SnapScan and just follow the prompts and uh, it'll so easy to give and know that your giving matters. So bless you. Let's uh, enjoy the rest of the service also with us. What if we told you that you have a superpower that we all do? A God-given gift so wonderful it could transform an entire nation, empower our future leaders, even feed hundreds, no, thousands of hungry mouths with one action. A pledge partnership with God and us. It all starts with kindness, a promise, and a little bit of faith. This is more than a donation. It's a two-way promise. Your promise to God to be the conduit of change through your pledge and our promise to you of transparency, trust and honesty. This is about realizing your ability to give, no matter the amount, and be part of a bigger movement of change for those who need it most. Because solving the problems across the globe begins with solving the problems across the street. If you can change a life, a single life, 
then that life can change a family. That family can change a community. And that community can change a nation. Perhaps, together, we can even change the world. But don't take our word for it. Take it from the young boy who now has a family for life. The broken-spirited teen who now has the courage to dream. Or one of our missionary families who spread God's word thanks to the 110 million rand raised over the past 37 years and growing. You are the hero. We're simply the facilitators, the custodians of your generosity, who make sure every last cent you donate ends up in one of our streams of change each geared to implement the good our world needs. All this starts here, today, with you. Be a part of something bigger. Give to see change. Join our journey from across the street to across the globe. With me today is Pastor Louis, our senior pastor, and Garth, who works with our partner ministries, and Nondomiso from Siapila Youth Services. Perhaps I must just start off with you, Garth. What do you guys do at partner ministries? What are partner ministries? How are they involved? Muriti, so partner ministries are registered NPOs that Hatfield okay. partners with. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of need within the city of Twanya, for instance, there's a, there's a full spectrum of need and the ministries that we partner with definitely impact society in very specific and unique ways to try and bring that transformation about. Uh, we currently partner with 13 ministries and yeah, they, they sow their lives in there and we support them That's awesome. in those areas. Excellent. Pastor Louis, how do we as Hetfield and through the Faith Promise Pledge support these ministries and why must we be supporting these ministries outside Hetfield? Well, it's really a privilege and an honor for us to work with these people that, like God says, have sown their lives, have given so much yes. and called by God to make a difference in really practical ways. Yeah. So what we bring as the church is we, first of all, provide a spiritual covering for them and support spiritually. Mm -hmm. And then what we also do is we give a, a volunteer base to our congregation that gets involved. And then from, from the Faith Promise Pledge, we support these ministries by helping them with some of their projects, like building projects and other projects that they may have. Yes. We're also there to help them when there's a crisis that they're going through. And uh, we give support in those ways and uh, just help them in, in when they have specific needs and we can step in and specific projects that they want to do. Yes. The, the pledge helps us to be able to help them do the things that they, they've already planned to do. That, that sounds really great. Mm -hmm. Nondomiso, thank you for joining us today. Yes. Um, what do you guys do, Nondomiso, at Siapila Youth Services? What are you guys involved with? Yeah, uh, from the inception, which is, is started at Hartfield Christian Church in 2003, the vision has been one and only one to uh, focusing on creating a conducive and a holistic environment for yes. empowering different communities but focusing on and supporting youth and following youth in different communities. And it all started here in Tswane. Yes. And it has outgrown now to be an, more of a national program wow. through the Limpompo a, 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 a partnership, partnering with communities in Limpompo. Yes. So it has been a very amazing journey, especially with the support of, of the church, because from the beginning, the calling that came to me was just 
ministry and yes. I didn't know how to do it and mm. God gave us the guidance of how to follow through in social economic upliftment yes. of these communities. Yes. Mm. So what, what does it do in terms of young people? Does it assist them with uh, skills or does it assist them to uh, do well in their school? What, what is it that they actually yeah. do? As we say, it has always been holistic. At first, young people will come with brokenness and okay. we just look at them holistically at their holistic needs, meaning physical, spiritual, psychological, mm. uh, even biological needs, because sure. we have been coming across uh, uh, young adolescents uh, to youth uh, that has dropped out of school, yes. needy, but mostly the broken young people. Mm. So we were always compelled to look at a young person in a holistic approach and then tap into positioning this young person to discover their own purpose of life. Yes. And with the purpose of life, then it leads us to help them to uh, position them to face the challenges of the society. And those challenges have been specifically socioeconomic challenges. Sure. Yes. That's, that's incredible. Mm. Thank mm. you for sharing that. Mm. Gath, what would you say were your highlights from this last year around the partner ministries? What are the highlights that you see and you think, yes, this was such a great thing that took place? Well, firstly, it's such a privilege to work with the partner ministries, um, people such as Nondumisu, just to have that proximity to them and just the work that they do to be partnering with them in that and to work with them. So, I mean, annually, that is, that is such a personal highlight for me. Um, in terms of uh, a pre-COVID example, yeah. uh, you know, Batal um, of South Africa, we, we implemented a, a really significant uh, solar power system for them that helped them almost get off the electricity grid sure. on their premises. A, a tremendous highlight for me was that, especially investments that we'd made where we'd funded projects yeah. and stuff just before COVID hit and yes. before the lockdown hit. Um, and even during that process, we've seen such returns. Um, it's just like a gift that keeps on giving. For instance, like uh, installing a floor yeah. at Viva in their new premises. Mm -hmm. That happened before the lockdown uh, was implemented. And that whole facility was repurposed to be used as a warehouse for distribution of thousands of meals and donations. Yeah. Um, another one is where we assisted with, with some bills and some outstanding accounts and stuff with, with um, Ping Lady, for instance. And as a result of that, that freed them up to be able to develop an online platform sure. to empower um, specific female beneficiaries with yes. coding. And so they, they've been able to generate an income through that and, yeah. and stay viable. And, and we've assisted in, in many different ways. I think this is, this is the first time any of us have gone through something like what yeah, we're experiencing currently. And I'm very pleased to say that every single one of the ministries that we partner with are mm. still standing as a result of this. Yeah. We've paid auditing fees, we've kept the financial integrity intact of some of the ministries, mm. we've kept ministries viable, some sure. have been able to really benefit from the winter warehouse that um, in terms of food and clothing, especially as they had lockdown and didn't receive visitors you know, anymore, they were able to come to the winter warehouse and get what they needed. Mm. So really practical assistance, yeah. really pragmatic, um, that actually it really, one of the ministry leaders was quoted as saying, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Thank you, Gus. And 
For you, Nondumiso, what are the highlights that you had from... The highlights uh, in partnership with the church have been so big for us. Yes. It, 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 it has been more than uh, the financial support. Mm. Because remember that our strategy is to empower communities socio-economically. So the communities have displayed a lot of power with the skills and knowledge. Now where we are, uh, it's uh, uh, tapping into the indigenous knowledge that uh, Limpompo communities have. And we are bringing uh, forth uh, the indigenous organic teas that are very health-wise yes. in, in building the, the, the immune system. And these are herbs that uh, the, the, the older generation have been using for, for ages. So to bring together uh, uh, the indigenous knowledge and, and, and make it a partner with the scientific uh, interventions through uh, Department of Science and Innovation, CSIR, and Agricultural Research Council, it's a big breakthrough. Mm. But we wouldn't have done this if we didn't get the confidence through the church that kept on patting on our backs and, yes. say, and says we are in the right direction, continue. Because this uh, the community ministry is very challenging. Mm. It's very diverse. It is. It, it exposes you to different people out there who yes. might not, who are not uh, Christians as, as we are. So to start the whole process of community mobilization and preaching the word of God as we, in, yes. as we are being refilled at the church and to take it out there and, and be specifically standing on your ground to say, uh, you are a servant that is bringing the light in these communities. Correct. It has been a, a very exciting breakthrough to discover that as we lower ourselves as community leaders or, or community servants, we lower ourselves and go right down to the bottom mm. of people who have been told there'll never be anything in their lives, people who've been excluded yes. in, a, in, in socioeconomic circles. And, and, and you come up with them and, and, and they become parts of the value chain that yes. they are today. So the church has played a very significant role mm. of exposing this knowledge, exposing these uh, talents, exposing these teas. The teas are sustaining us as, as a ministry. Sure. They are now sustaining these communities because the church, every conference, every year, I mean every year, especially the past three years, we, we have been exposed to, the, to the, uh, the grounds of the church where we'll do exhibitions. And mm. we didn't know anything about markets. We were taught by the church congregants how to sell. Wow. And they give us the feedback. As we yes. are seeing me wearing even this dress, yes. this dress is coming down from the rural communities of wow. Limpopo province. Wow. So the church gave us that platform, yes. unconditional platform, where we had to bring everything, you yes. know, meaning crafts, clothes, and everything. Correct. And we only then segmented the teas mm. because of the response of the congregants. They started wow. following us. They start, even today, we have quite a number of congregants now who are uh, uh, drinking these herbal teas. Wow. And this brand is called Sijong mm. uh, 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 Tea Crafting.
So it is becoming slowly getting into international uh, exposure yes. because with the partnerships uh, through Department of Science and Innovation, Department of Trade and Industry, they've taken us right through to wow. Egypt, they've taken us to Russia, they've taken us to Tanzania, yes. Botswana, and, and Johannesburg Chamber of Commerce. We are winning awards. We are wow. not just uh, ordinary. So the church has given us that character mm. of resilience, mm. character of focus, a character of understanding who is the owner of this knowledge. Yes. And the owner is God. Sure. Mm -hmm. So that is a mouthful. <laughs> That's incredible yes. what you guys are doing yes. and how yes. much ground you've actually taken with, yes. with, with the tea. How many people are they employed? How, how many people are doing yes. the work? And the direct uh, beneficiaries of this whole initiatives are 25. Wow. And, it, and it's so exciting to see elders uh, sure. partnering with young people. Mm. Now the young people are doing the innovation part, the older people are doing the harvesting part and yep. the grinding part. Wow. And the complementing of the two of the, gen two. Of the generations, wow. it gives me the hope that uh, uh, there the are ways of sustaining, yes. self-sustaining. There are ways of, of intergenerational wealth yes. in South Africa. Amen. There is inheritance there that is. God has invested for us. Yeah. But um, I'm emphasizing that without the benefits of, 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 of church, of the church feeding us and saying, go on, keep on, it has not been easy, yes. but uh, the resilience of the scriptures, you know, mm. coming back almost every Sunday and sit at the benches of the church and listen. And, and, and as pastors, you don't know how much impact. Sometimes I always feel we might be giving you less uh, feedback of the words yes. of encouragement that you yes. always give to us. Yeah. And uh, we have becoming become our pastors ourselves yes. because of the grooming that you yes. give to us. I just mm. want to say it helps the pastors to stay humble yes. <laughs> and to keep praying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it helps a lot. Yes. Pastor Louis, thank you mm. so much for that Nondomiso. Mm. Pastor Louis, this, this is awesome stuff. The, yeah. the stories that Amazing. we are hearing here, yeah. the, the lives that are changed and touched, the mm. people being able to be employed and lives just being changed by this faith promise that we are talking about. Your, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's amazing because every one of these ministries have been started by people that had a response to the mm. calling of God. Mm. And whether we came alongside them as a church or not, they were going to do this. Mm. Yes. So let's be clear about that. Yeah. These yeah. are amazing pioneers. These are people that have, at great cost to themselves, often taken huge steps to do this. And um, it's people that changes people yeah. through the power of the gospel. And it's been our privilege to partner with them. That's why we talk about partner mm -hmm. ministries, to come alongside. And to me, it's been a highlight throughout this year because of all the challenges we face to see how we've been able to help them face some of their challenges. Yes. So that when something really comes against them, I think of what happened at Viva with mm -hmm. the, the break-in that they had. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, we were able to come and help them go through that. What Garth mentioned at, uh, uh, with the guys when we did the solar project, yes. you know, that's a dream they had. Mm. We, we came alongside and made that mm. possible. Yeah. And you think of many stories, Baraka, you know, just what we've been able to help them with. And, and it's, that's for me is the highlight, that yeah. 
the, these people are doing amazing things mm. and it's our privilege to come alongside them and just to give them that helping hand when it's needed or the encouragement that is needed. I know Natasha's been busy with, mm, yes. with the tea and mm. engaged with the ladies mm. on the tea, so I've been mm. drinking the tea. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's amazing mm. to be part of these stories mm. and, and what yeah. God is doing. It's, mm. it's such a privilege. I mean, it's so amazing. Sure. Mm. I, I, I really like the fact that there's a, a lot of people that are involved in the ministries, but the, the ministries are able to touch even the community. Yeah. Mm. that is around and mm. the people's lives that are being touched because um, through, through the faith promise, being able to, to be involved and strengthen the ministries, it's just, it just sounds like it's, it's amazing, the, the lives that are being touched. And perhaps, you know, we will never know everything. Yeah, for sure. But the mm. lives that are being touched, it's meaningful. It's meaningful to them. Yeah. Garth, maybe I must just start with you. What are you guys looking forward to mm. with regards to the partner ministries? So in regards to partner ministries, over the past few years, the clarity that we've gained and the, the strength of the relationships that have been fostered, yes. it's really just established a firm foundation for, for to really see permanent change come about, not only in lives, but in society. So I think that's just a, a really wonderful foundation that's been set. Yeah. I think at the same time, I'm really looking forward and, and I, I really think it would be wonderful yes. for the the younger generation to step up as ministry sure. leaders, yeah. um, either to pioneer new ministries in new, in, in new spaces that, that, that are challenging and need the, the body of Christ to be mobilized there Correct. Um, and the kingdom to be implemented there, okay. but also um, for, for people from the young adult space to be able to step up and you know, so either pioneer or to be able to take the baton from yes. those who have already pioneered and established ministries. Yeah. Yes. Gus, there might be people watching this and thinking, I, I want to I wanna see if I can get involved or see who are the ministries. Where can they find this info? The Hatfield Christian Church website okay. and the Faith Promise tab yep. uh, would be the, the place to go and, and just start to get the basic info. Correct. And then it's about an immersion experience. So if God has put an unction in your heart for, yep. for something specific mm -hmm. and a specific people group or, yep. or a specific social issue or something, my suggestion to people is always to start to align themselves with what's already going on. So yeah. not to feel like they've got to start from scratch. Yes. Not to feel like they've got to re and 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 from starting from scratch reinvent the wheel because yes. there's other people that have pioneered already. So rather go and learn and and position yourself in a place where you can you you can almost have a deeper immersion into that into that field or that space or mm. that issue. Yeah. And, and for anyone that's looking to go deeper into that immersion, you know, looking for a deeper immersion into, yes, Lord, there's this tug on my heart for this thing. Yes. Align yourself with those that have already pioneered. Excellent. Learn from them. Um, and, then, and then start the conversation mm. with those that function in the specific roles within Hatfield. Yeah. And, and then you just explore together with the Lord, what does it look like for you to impact society in a certain way? Gus, thank you so much for sharing that. Really, really appreciate it. Sounds like your, 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 your guy's dream is huge, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I, I trust that through the ministries that the Lord will lead you guys and be able to continue to do his good works. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for sharing that. Thanks, Monique. Pastor Louis, this sounds like a lot of work happening. Yes. It sounds like the Faith Promise Pledge is really making a difference. People are involved, people are doing things. Mm. Um, I just want to hear your thoughts on, on that going forward, Pastor Louis. 
Yeah, I think it's it's fantastic to have a vehicle yeah. like Faith Promise and what it mm. makes possible in our community, so that we can really be an out-focused community also that that are not only growing in our love for the Lord and no. growing as a community with our love for one another, but learning about the issues and the things that are going on around us. And mm. that's what the partner ministries also does for us. It directly mm. connects us into needs so that not only do we have avenues and ways that we can make a difference, but that we can learn what those needs are, learn those experiences. Mm. Yes. There's so many people that's going through the experiences that I wouldn't know anything about if it wasn't for people like mm. Nondo Biso that gives me that exposure. Yeah. It broadens our lives so yeah, much. It, it, it just makes so much more possible for us makes our experience of the reality of the kingdom of God and the power of the gospel so much richer and more full. And isn't that fantastic to have a, the privilege like this? Yeah. Uh, and I know right now is, is hard times for people. I yeah. know it's difficult. Mm. And in a sense, you know, now to come to people and say, listen, we need you to contribute. Mm. We need you to pledge. Mm. Can feel to people like it's not the right time to do that because yes. people are struggling. Correct. But that's where we have to remember this is a faith promise. Mm. Amen. And faith always rises to the occasion of the mm. time of challenge, doesn't it? Mm. It's exactly that. And I mean, faith promise has been going almost four decades. How many challenges has our society been through in these decades? Yep. And faith promise has always been there, growing, being able to position us to make a difference. And I think that's what we must remember at this time, that even though it's a challenging time, it's a time for us to rise up in mm. faith yeah. and to trust the Lord yeah. for the faith promise yes. and to say, the needs are greater, therefore we want to step forward and be even more yeah. responsive yes. in these times. Pastor Lou, when you're talking, I'm reminded of how much we see in the news, the things that are happening, the struggles that people are, are going through. And sometimes you watch and you think, yes, I wish I could do more. Yeah. I wish I could do something about this. And you almost feel, you know, completely paralyzed because there's so much yeah. that, that needs to be done and you don't even know where to start. But with a vehicle like the Faith Promise Pledge, one is able to actually give into a much yeah. bigger purpose and much bigger vision, a much bigger call. And I think that what you're sharing there is so critical that even in this time when people are, are struggling and maybe they are losing work and there's so much going on, that the Lord can speak into their hearts and raise again the faith to say, I'm your provider, I'm your keeper, and I want you to contribute. I want you to be part of this big thing that I'm, that I'm doing. So I think that what you're sharing is so critical, Pastor Louis. Thank mm. you. Thank you for sharing that. Pastor Louis, the next step. What is the next step in terms of filling out the faith promise cards and what do we do? What is the process that we must take from this point onwards? Okay, well, it's such a joy for us. Isn't it amazing that we can do this? So with the pledge process, the first thing that you have to do is ask the Lord. Yes. What do you want us to give as a family or me as an individual? What must I trust you for? And once you've done that, the process then is very simple. This year, it's completely online. It's completely digital. You're going to do the same process basically as we've always done in the church, but now you do it online. So I'm quickly going to step through the process with you. First thing you do is go to hatfield.co.za. Click on the pop-up and this will take you directly to the Faith Promise page. Scroll down until you get to the pledge form. Fill in your name, surname and contact details. 
indicate whether you want to pledge monthly or once off and how you want to pledge. Now you fill in that amount you felt the Lord asked you to trust Him for and then simply click Submit. If you can't do it that way, you can also send an SMS to the number on your screen right now. Just put your name on the SMS and the amount you want to give. Indicate whether that's a once-off amount or a monthly amount. Submit that SMS. And our team will phone you and get the rest of your details. And thirdly, for those who still prefer a physical pledge card in their hands, we also have hard copy pledge cards at our church reception. So if you're in the area of our church property, feel free to stop by and complete your form on site with the full knowledge that all COVID protocols are in place. So three very easy ways to pledge. I want to encourage people to, to do that. Just even right now, just go on, follow the prompts and go and fill in the pledge form. And That's in that way, you can join these amazing ministries yeah. and partner with them. Sure. And if you're giving 500 rand a month, that 500 rand a month gets allocated and spread through so many different social mm. uh, needs that are in our communities through the partner ministries. And you're making a real difference. Every cup counts. No amount is too small to give. Give what you feel the Lord is saying yes. for you to give. Thank you so much, Pastor Louis. I like that sentence. No amount is too small to give. That's, that's really true. Thank you guys for joining us today. It's really an honor to have you this morning to share with us your experiences and the work that you do. May the Lord continue to increase you and to make you very influential where you work. Pastor Louis, over to you. Yeah, today we've got a wonderful friend of ours, uh, Pastor Chris Matebula, that's going to share the message. I want everybody to get ready to hear this message. Pastor Chris is well known in our nation and respected. He leads the uh, Hope Restoration Ministries in Kluakop in Kempton Park. We've got six campuses over that area. Uh, he's written many books. Uh, he's uh, been married to his wife, Pindele, for 23 years. They've got five kids. And he's got an amazing story to tell us about his own personal experience, that, yes. it, that the difference somebody else has made in his life by giving him a chance and paying it forward, and a great challenge in that for us to all do that. So yep. won't you get ready and open your hearts, open your spirits to receive the word of the Lord this morning. Hello, Hetfield family and Hetfield South family. This is S.C. Matebula, pastor of Hope Restoration Ministries. Just before I begin with my sermon this day, I just want to take this time and honor Pastor Louis Kutze together with Natasha. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to minister God's word. We continue to speak God's grace over your life. May the good God continue to do you good as you impact this nation. May he continue to grow your influence and continue to be a blessing in this nation. So today I've been given a, a topic, every cup, you know, given in his name counts. And then based on that topic, I have a subtopic that says, pay it forward, pay it forward. You know what? The future is not something we enter into. It is something we create or something we pay it forward. You know, when you look at that phrase, to pay it forward, you know, that phrase was made popular by the release of a movie in 2000 entitled Pay It 
forward. You know, in the movie, a person by the name of Kevin Spacey, the school teacher, gives his class an assignment. And he says to the class, look at the world around you and fix what you don't like. I love the assignment. He says, look at the world around you and fix what you don't like. And in order to fulfill the assignment, a young man by the name of Jewel, you know, Osment, who was a student, came up, you know, with the paid forward concept. And he said, you know, to other students, we need to come up with something that will better the lives of others. That was number one. And in number two, he says, something they can't do by themselves. And in number three, you know, Joel Osman said, something that will help someone who should not pay it back, but rather pay it forward to three other people who in turn will each pay it forward to three more people. And on and on, into global outpouring of kindness. I love that concept. Now, therefore, the word paid forward, children of God, simply means, you know, to pay kindness in advance. Not only that, to influence in advance or to influence the mode of living in advance. To pay it forward also means, you know, performing and conditioning a way of life for the next generation. Please don't lose me here because we are going somewhere. You know, to make things better for generations to come. You know, to pay it forward also means to pave the surface for future generations. To sow seeds, you know, of greatness. You know, when, when we speak of every cup, you know, given in his name count, we are also saying, you know, to sow seeds of greatness, to plant trees today so that the next generation, you know, can sit in their shades. I love that. I love that. You know, when we speak about paying forward, because paying forward in a short way it simply means to shape the future. Now, some of you, you might know my story, and some of you may not know my story. You know, I was born in a family of eight. You know, when my parents they realized that they were expecting me, you know, they wanted to abort me because they could not afford a child number eight. And by God's grace, you know, when they went to this doctor and then to abort me, by God's grace, and this doctor gave my mother what we call, you know, iron tablets. And thank God that she was not educated. Now she continued to take those tablets thinking she will abort the baby. And by God's grace, I survived, you know, to fast forward the story. You know, at the age of 10, because life was so difficult, and then after my father has passed on because he died when I was one year and then six months, and then when I was 10 years old, I ran away from home because the life was so difficult. And I was in the streets, you know, of Johannesburg for five years, you know, living like a hobo, taking 
food from a rubbish bin and my life was doomed. You know, listen to me. At the age of 15, you know, a good Samaritan, this woman came by and you know what she did? She picked me up and said, you know what? I'm going to take you to my house and I'm going to take you to school. At the age of 15, age of 15, I was taught how to read. This woman, she invested in my life. She paid it forward, took me to school and look what the Lord has done today. I'm a leader, you know, and then by the grace of God, you know, of a big organization or of a big church because somebody decided that, you know what, I'm going to pay it forward. I'm going to invest in the life of this young person. You would never know how far your generosity can go. Sometimes when you give, you think you are just giving and you think it is over. You would never know how far your generosity and then would ever go. Today, you know, I'm a blessing to many people because somebody decided to pay it forward. You know, while you have that story in your mind, I want you to turn with me in the book of Luke chapter 22 verse 31, we are talking about paying it forward. In verse 31 of chapter 22 in the book of Luke, these are the words of Jesus. These are the words of Jesus to Simon, you know, and then just before Simon betrayed Jesus, but Jesus said these words, you know, to him. He said, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you like weed, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith will not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. I want you to see something here, that Jesus, he is paying it forward. He knows that Simon, one day, he is going to betray him. He is going to turn his back against him. But he says, Simon, si Simon, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. It's like, I have prayed, I have paid it forward, you know, Simon, that your faith will not fail you. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. I love that. Jesus paid it forward by encouraging, you know, by saying to Simon, you know, when you turn back and then you must come back and then and strengthen your brothers. That was the concept, even in the life of Jesus, you know, paying it forward before things begin to happen. And I've also realized that in the scripture, there are people who have paid it forward. And maybe we can learn from those people so that we can take courage in that to understand that when we paid forward, it is not the waste of time. You know, the Bible talks about a man by the name of Judah. You know, when the other brothers plotted to kill Joseph, the Bible says Judah saved his life you know, listen what it says. He says to his brothers, what shall we profit by killing our brother and covering his blood? You know, he argued, you know, to them. And he said, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not harm him with our own hands. For he is our own brother, our own flesh. Isn't that amazing? This is Judah, one of the brothers, you know, from the sons of, of Jacob. When they wanted to kill Joseph, Judah said, let us not do this. No, this is our own brother, our own flesh and blood. And you know what happened later on? We find Joseph 
saving the nation of Egypt. We find Joseph, you know, saving his own brothers when they were facing hunger, when they were facing famine in the land. You know what happened here? It is Judah who paid it forward by his kindness. He showed some kindness in the life of Joseph. And in return, Joseph becomes a blessing in the nation. He becomes a blessing also to them because somebody showed kindness. You would never know how far your kindness can go in the lives of people. When you show kindness now, you are paying it forward so that, you know, other people can be transformed by the lives, you know, of the people that we have paid it forward to. The other person that I'm thinking of here, it is a person by the name of Ruth. You remember Ruth. Ruth paid it forward by refusing to go back to her people, but chose, you know, to take care of her old mother in law, Naomi. You know the story very well in the book of Ruth chapter 1. You know, when Naomi asked Ruth to turn back, you know, and to go back and start, you know, her life all over again, but Ruth refused. You know what she said? She said, you know, uh, in verse 16 of chapter 1, she says, uh, you know, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. You know what she did? She was paying it forward. She was paying it forward. She was not just following Naomi, but she was actually paying it forward, saying to Naomi, I will be with you. And you know what happened in return? We realized that uh, uh, Jesus came on the lineage of Boaz because Ruth later on, she gets married to Boaz and Jesus was born on the same lineage. Listen to me, child of God. When you pay it forward, you don't know what God will do in return. When you give, you know, when you are generous, when you are so kind to other people, God will make use of that kindness and become a blessing to somebody. I can go on and on. I don't even want to talk about Mordecai. You remember the story of Mordecai who paid it forward by adopting and mentoring Esther, who was an orphan, because we know that Esther was an orphan. But you know what Mordecai did? Mordecai adopted Esther and mentored her, you know, and then he also brought her up as if she were his own daughter. This is happening when you read in the book of Esther chapter 2 verse 7. Now, I mean Mordecai brought her up as if she were his own daughter. She, he paid it forward by his kindness, by his love. And then we know that later on, you know, Esther saved the children of Israel when somebody wanted, you know, to the children of Israel to be killed. But Esther became a blessing because somebody paid it forward. I want to encourage you, you know, to see giving in a different way. I want to encourage you that as you continue, you know, with this faith promise, you know, as a church, Headfield Church, I want to encourage you, understand that when you give, you know, when, when you commit your finances, when you commit your kindness, it is not just about today, but you are paying it forward so that the next generation can actually benefit from this. Maybe you, are, you might be asking and say, Pastor Chris, how can we pay it forward? How can I pay, we, pay it forward? You know, I've got some few points that I want to give to you today. Number one, before you can pay it forward, number one, you need to stop living in the past. Stop living 
in the past. You know, somebody put it in a beautiful way. It says, stop dwelling on what you don't have at the expense of what you can have. You see, the problem of our nation, the problem even of this country is that people, they love dwelling in the past. People, they love dwelling, you know, and spending energy in the things that happened in the past, that this is what happened in the past. You know, this is what happened to me in the past. Listen, child of God, we don't have energy. There is nothing much that we can do about the past. Whatever happened in the past, happened in the past. I am somebody who always believes, you know, in investing in the future. I'm not going to allow the past to steal my future because I have an opportunity today to do something about the future. Listen to what the scripture says in the book of Isaiah 43 verse 18. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. This is how God operates. God wants us to invest in the, in the future. He says, I am doing a new thing. Even in the midst of COVID, when things are happening, God says, I am doing a new thing. But I want my church to be able to, to invest in what I am doing, to pay it forward in the area of their giving, in the area of their compassion, in the area of their kindness. You know, stop dwelling in the past. Stop dwelling in what you have achieved in the past but make sure that you invest in what it is happening in the future by paying it forward. And listen to me, number two, you need to think future. If you want to pay it forward, you need to think future. Think future. You know, what am I saying here? Don't get stuck in the now blessing. You know, it is very simple to get stuck in the now blessing. Listen to me, child of God. You need to anticipate future growth even before it arrives. But you can only do that when you don't get stuck in the now blessing. Most of the time, people, they get stuck in the now blessing to a point that they can't even think about the future. I'm so sorry. Look at even what it is happening with our government. You know, they actually concentrate on what it is happening, the money that is here now, and then corruption, everything. You know, people, they just want to squander whatever that it is there. We don't think future. We don't think about the next generation. We just want to camp in the now blessing. We just want to camp in the now happenings. But listen to me, child of God. If you want to pay it forward, think future. Think future generation. Listen to what the scripture says in the book of Isaiah 54 verse 2. You know, it says enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Let Strengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. This is God. He says, where you are, don't just be satisfied. Don't just camp in your previous success or your today's blessing. As much as God has blessed you for today, he still says, I've got much more for you in the store. I still want to achieve more with you. I know you have been a blessing 2017, 2018, I know you have given so much head fills, but God says, as much as you have done that, I still have a new assignment for you. I still want you to, to pay it forward so that you can impact the next generation. 
And for you to do that, God says, I want you to think future. I want you to think about tomorrow. Listen to this wonderful statement that I love. It says, stop dwelling on what you have at the expense of what you can have. Listen to me. Stop dwelling on what you have because you have it already. You have it already. Think about what you can still have. Think about what you can still achieve. Think about the lives that you can still impact. You know, the trap and the challenge, you know, of um, a, a big church or a big ministry, you know, like the ministry that we have, the challenge that you have, you might actually come to a point where you say, you know what, I've got a mega church. I've got, you know, a big church. There's no need for me, you know, to move on and then to make, to make an impact. Sometimes, you know, our greatest enemy, it is our success. You know, success can make you not to think about the future. Headfield Church, Headfield South, I want to encourage you, you know, today to say, think about the future. Think about the next generation. Even as you continue to give in this faith promise, I want to encourage you, think about the next generation. So I said, number one, how do you pay it forward? You stop living in the past. And number two, you think the future. And then number three, you pray ahead. I love that. You pray ahead. Prayer shape the future. Prayer shape the future. Listen to me, child of God. In the very same scripture that we read, Jesus says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to swift you like weed, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith will not fail you. What type of a prayer? This is a powerful tool to shape the nation. This is a powerful tool to shape the next generation. That through our prayer, we can shape the future. That even if people, you know, they are turning their back against God, but we can channel them, you know, to come back, you know, to God through our prayers. As much as this has happened with Simon, we see Simon coming back and strengthening his brothers. You know why? It is because Jesus paid it forward by a prayer. So I want us children of God to continue to, to pray ahead. Let's continue to pray ahead in a season like this. We need to pray like never before. We need to pray for our generation to come. We need to pray for this present generation in the name of Jesus because prayer can shape the world that we are living in. I strongly believe in prayer than complaining. Complaining does not make situations better, but complaining actually make things worse. But prayer can change and shape the lives of people, even the lives of this generation. Number four, how do you pay it forward to change the next generation? Listen to me. You believe big and you give big. You believe big and you give big. When you read in the book of, you know, Luke chapter 6, verse 38, listen what it says, shout of God. It says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. I love that future tense here. It will be measured back to you. Give and it will be given to you. Can you see that future tense? That you are paying it forward by giving. And I want to challenge you. Headfield, Headfield South, I want to challenge you. You know, believe big and give 
big. You know, if we want to change the next generation, we must believe big and we must also give big. The Bible says it will be given back unto us. With the same measure that we used, it will be given back unto us. So if we give big as a ministry, it will be given back unto us. And I know Hetfield, you have been give us all these years. Millions and millions you know, of friends have been given you know, into this faith promise, into this mission field. And you guys who have done so well. But I want to take this time and encourage you don't stop now this is a season where we need to give big like never before i have come to this conclusion that if you want to save the world you need to give like never before listen what the scripture says for god so loved the world so much that he gave the best. He gave Jesus. If you want to save the world, let me tell you, we can't be stingy. We can't hold back, but we need to give the best to change the big or to change the big world. So I want to encourage you, believe big. And not only that, the last one here will be face the future head on. How do you pay it forward? You face the future head on. Act on what you believe in. You know, the Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 19, go ye unto the world and make disciples of all nations. How can we go if there's no big giving? How can we go if there's no one who is paying it forward? But God says, I want you, you know, to face the future head on. You go because I want you to pay it back. Listen to me, child of God. You know, when we go out there and make people disciples of all nations, we are make actually paying it forward for the sake of the next generation. When we preach the gospel, we are not only doing ourselves a favor. We are not just doing the world, you know, a favor, but we are doing this for the sake of the next generation because we want the next generation not to fight the, the same giants that we, we, we are facing today. But when we preach the gospel and then the world becomes a better world, our children will live in a better world because daddy and mommy, you know, they paid it forward through their giving, through their kindness, through the preaching of the gospel, and they will live in the better world. Listen to me, child of God, as I close today. The world was built and made better by people who were not afraid to pay it forward or to take risks. Can I say that again? The world was built and made better by people who were not afraid to pay it forward or to take risks. These are the people who have changed the world. They were the pioneers who were not afraid of the wilderness. The scientists who were not afraid of being ridiculed. The leaders who were not afraid of progress. The politicians who were not afraid to change the status quo, not corrupt politicians. The theologians, who were not afraid of being called heretic. The slaves, who were not afraid to die. The youth, who were not afraid of asking why or why not. The dreamers, who were not afraid to take action. Listen to this one. The world was built and made better by people. You know, the generous givers who were not afraid 
to pay it forward, to shape the future. The world was changed and was shaped because we had generous people. Hatfield and Hatfield South, I want to thank you for your generosity because your generosity will continue to change this nation for the better. Listen to this final statement. Our tomorrow will be determined by the choices we make today. Our tomorrow will be determined by the choices we make today. I want to ask you, Church of Jesus, pay it forward. Remember, every cup given in his name counts. Whatever you give in his name, it will always count. Give that into the kingdom of God. And by doing so, you are paying it forward. May the good God be good to you in Jesus' name. Just want to pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, want to pray for the church of Jesus. Want to pray for my brother and my sister. Father God, as they take this faith promise, Father God, as they commit into this project to change the world and to be a blessing into the world, I speak your grace and your favor that do them good, O oh God, for this great cause. I know that as they paid forward, this world will never be the same. In Jesus' name, I speak your grace and I speak your favor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Louis. Thank you so much, Pastor Natasha. May the good God continue to do you good. We love you and thank you for the opportunity until we see you again very soon in Jesus' name. Stay blessed. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Chris, for sharing the word with us. Pastor Louis, what are we taking from Pastor Chris's word? Well, I, I just love the concept that he highlighted again of how somebody can be trapped in, in, in a cycle in life. Yes. But if, if somebody else comes along and just gives and helps them in the right way, it can break them out of that. Yes. And, um, and, and we can move people. And uh, through the acts of kindness, mm. our giving, it can change somebody's life because yeah. it just gives that momentum. Yeah. And that idea of paying it forward and how he's spoken about how somebody did it for him and it's now his opportunity to do it for so many others. And each of us, we just can, we can yeah. do that. So uh, it really encouraged me and just spoke to me in that Very sense. encouraging indeed. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Louis. Next week, we go international where we speak to the missionaries from around the world who are supported by the Faith Promise Fund, enabling them to pursue our great commission and bring change by spreading the gospel. Pastor Louis, what can we expect next week? Well, in terms of the message, what we're going to do is we're going to explore this idea of every cup counts a little further. Okay. And some of the scripture that speaks about that and how everything we do can have an impact and make a difference. And yes. then I'm also so excited and looking forward to connecting with our missionaries yes. and just spending time with them. It's going to be an amazing time. So it's going to be awesome. It's yeah. going to be great. Thank you, Pastor Louis. Don't miss out. And remember, give to see change. Go to our website or click the link in the comments to find out more. Till next time, blessings to you all. Music.